The Boneyard match and the Firefly Fun House match were easily the two best matches at WrestleMania. Which did we think was better? Goldberg supposedly exercised creative freedom to alter a finish? Hear what we think about this rumor. What superstar's loss caused Brandon to leave during WrestleMania? Chris Jericho may be the greatest commentator alive today. All this and more on a Kenny For Your Thoughts podcast. Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny, Brandon, what's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. I speak to you for Christ's sake. Brandon Brown, right yeah. before we came on air, you were singing the quote-unquote <laughs> cotton song. I don't understand what happened. Dude. I was almost <laughs> laughing as soon as we went on air. I had to tell you to shut up so that we could start the episode properly. Bro, once I, once I typed it in and it popped in, in in the Google search, I was like, oh, crap, I got to hear this again. This is a classic. If anybody remembers, you know when they were like trying to get cotton over and there was like this song, it's like, the touch... The feel of cotton, the fabric of our lives. Does anybody remember that? No, no one in the right mind. That that was the early 90s push for cotton. (laughs) I I know what you're talking about. Oh, man, it was so good. No. But before we get started, Brandon, I, I do want to remind everybody who's on our live episode right now, because I see a lively bunch already, a lovely bunch of people. Uh, please, please remember... Uh, to like this video before Brandon falls asleep, because I've noticed yeah. if you don't like this video, Brandon right, will fall yeah. asleep. He's, he, he thrives on interaction. <laughs> He'll start singing the cotton song for some odd reason. <laughs> and also subscribe so you don't miss any of our live Man, episodes. And before we even algorithm. start, before we even start, there's going to be a big topic that I want, I want to talk about. So not in the live chat, but in our comment section, let mm-hmm. me know what you thought was your favorite. The Firefly Funhouse match or the Boneyard match? Brandon hated them both. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way, baby. Cena and The Fiend tore the house down. Of course. Fantastic. So you want to start hot and heavy? You want to talk about that right away? Let, let's, let's, talk. Just, let's get into the hot and heavy right now. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was crazy because he had the Mania split in the two nights. So I got to watch like 20 talk, hours. Wait, rest wait, wait. Let's talk about that. First of all, <laughs> it was still six hours. It was the same amount of time as, no. as, would have, as you would have seen live if we were at wrestlemania on the sunday that we were supposed to be in but um yeah wait 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 wait. let me let me say this all right brandon because i was so pissed off i after night one (laughs) after night one i basically asked brandon i'm like hey are you coming over for night two he's like uh i mean uh i don't know man you know it's already night one you know i wasn't really really expecting a night two you know i wasn't prepared for this and i was like you weren't prepared for night two. He's like, yeah, man. I mean, I, I, you know, I just, I don't know if I got time. Let me, let me, let me fix. Let me, let me explain why that was like. Why Brandon's a piece of crap for that. Brandon, I know damn well had the Sunday off because we were supposed to go to WrestleMania live and in person. And so for Brandon to make up this excuse that, oh, he only took the one night off. That's what he said. He was like, I only took the one night off for WrestleMania. 
He was there on Saturday, so he basically showed his yeah. hand, which means if you, if you quote-unquote had the one night off for Mania, that means you should have the Sunday off, which would mean if he is being honest, which he's not, but yeah, if he, but was, honest, being, if he was being honest, what that would mean is that this idiot requested the wrong day off. <laughs> you know, I just got flabbergasted and confused because he had such a huge event on Saturday night. It was just like, wow, this is, I got a full show here. This, this is my mania. I'm pretty good. I had a box of pizza. I was like, we're good. I didn't know it was the second but night. Let's talk about the box of pizza. Because like it just gets, it gets, Brandon's a pizza crap all the way around. I call this guy and I go, please, sir, can you pick up the pizza on the way? And he goes, no, maggot. I'll not pick up the pizza. You want my car to smell like you commoners' cars? I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, I don't want my Mercedes Benz smelling up like pizza. He's like, maybe maybe someone like you has their car smelling like pizza. Yeah. But not me. Yeah. I could I couldn't risk that. I couldn't risk having pizzas in my car and everything smelling like mushrooms and black olives. It would have been no good. You got pineapples on yours. No no. It's not it's not happening. Well, you're gonna out me that I got pineapple. First of all, <laughs> I don't eat pineapple very often on my pizza, but like for some reason I was feeling in a weird mood. We just had a really successful mania crawl. They had raised almost like three, more than $3,000. Like it was just a really cool thing to be a part of. Not that I, I don't take any credit for it whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Jamie Mazowskis did amazing uh, live on Twitch. Uh, he had to actually dye his hair blue. So go follow him on uh, Instagram <laughs> or on Twitter at mania crawl. You can see the results of that. Uh, right. So maybe maybe we'll do something like that for here, Brandon. We'll say we'll well if we raise three thousand dollars, we'll dye Brandon's <laughs> hair blonde. Yeah, it'll I'll be like yeah, right, give me three thousand dollars. Right, then he'll be like him. Cisco. Let me see that song, <laughs> baby. Make you go. Uh, 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 I'm in a weird mood. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood today. By the way, uh, I'm gonna call attention to Fernando, who's on the yeah. chat already. He says, "Excuses, what a fucking pussy." <laughs> what? Wow. I, I, just so you know, I've never liked the term pussy. By the way, like I never like what a fucking pussy because you know my thought process. It's crude, but you know what my thought process is. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, those things can give life. They, they, give life. they could take a pounding. <laughs> like they take a pounding. Like, they tear. To me, like to me. It yeah. is not like these, like the way people are saying it is like this fragile area. I'm like, this is know. this is the most powerful area <laughs> it, on the human body, man or a woman. That's you know, right. like that. So, so here I am coming in with my feminist voice. You know, hear me roar. But still, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The vag is so, power. So men, stop using that term. Say what a fucking right. Brandon instead, because that's the weakest <laughs> human being in existence. That. <laughs> perfectly encapsulates the weakness of the human spirit Brandon, you know? we are coming in with different energy because we are we were pissed off i think we were both <laughs> not satisfied with last week's episode i think we we feel like we could give it better then again i feel like i could give it better brandon yeah, was that. just like i mean that's as good as it'll ever be yeah that's as good as it gets baby so i can't <laughs> wow I love these comments. April's laughing her ass off, and uh, Fernando says, sorry, but I'm filled with anger. Uh, <laughs> so let's get into it, all right? Let's get into it. Uh, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. Now, if you're expecting us to run down uh, WrestleMania, uh, we're not, because I did that already. I did night one and two by myself. Subscribe again to our YouTube channel. 
hit a like uh, and thumbs up on that video. Go watch those two of them. They got a couple, I think between the two of them, like over a thousand, thousand something views. So go watch those. People like, know. apparently Look like the reviews. Guy. Look, I'm just saying every video that doesn't have Brandon has a lot more <laughs> views. Well, right? Like it makes <laughs> sense. tell you something. <laughs> you just gotta just blur me out, man. Just completely, yeah. Singing songs, singing songs yeah. about cotton. And I was like sitting there, like, okay, it's, I know Brandon well enough. Usually he sings, uh, how do I say this? Like, slave songs. Splutly. <laughs> Brandon will sing, like, Wade, in, Wade hey. in the Water or something. And, uh, like, he's literally, before we come on air, we're, we're like, Wade in the Water, Wade in the Water, children. Which is, by the way, full disclosure, that's from, at least I know about it from an episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air where they give an actual, like, real lesson on like slavery in those times so i got it from a good place brandon brandon made, just made fun of it he's like uh yeah my people can't swim um true story did brand did you not say that yeah i did say that and it's true i mean i mean have you seen a lot of people swimming no i mean we hang out at the public pool a lot people don't like but I mean, yeah. you don't see a lot of strong swimmers. You're a horrible person. Saying. We're way off track yeah. already. Boneyard match and Firefly Funhouse match. Yes. So let's talk about the cinematic matches in general, because we have the Boneyard match, the Firefly Funhouse match. We had Johnny Gargano uh, versus Tommaso Ciampa this week. Uh, I mean, I, I guess we could count Edge and Orton in that, too, but nah, that's not really cinematic. That was just a, that just happened to spill out of the ring. So, Brandon, yeah. what, what is, what's your take? What did you think about this? I guess let's start with the Boneyard match. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. The Boneyard match was cool. You got to see Taker come back uh, on the bike. I love the Metallica theme. He's riding in. Yeah, on. Brandon was marking out to that Metallica was theme. Out. Like he I was, was like, like oh, nodding. Like Brandon, Brandon's low key a a big Metallica fan. So I was, I was marking out, man. He he came out. That was legit. Uh, of course, f- funny as hell uh, when. Uh, AJ Styles comes up out of the coffin. He's like, ooh. Yeah, like, what a ride. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that AJ Styles way of like, where are you, dead man? <laughs> like, he's just such a chicken shit heel. It's a, AJ Styles is a chicken shit heel is the best AJ yeah. Styles. I don't care what anyone says. I know he's like a strong baby face, but like he's so generic as a baby face. You know what I mean? Okay. So I, I love this AJ Styles, but go on. He gets Yeah, he gets a little more freedom, you know, to express right. himself. It's good. Uh, I mean, dude, they had Taker's logo randomly sort of set up on that bar in the lineup at the end. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the track. The Good Brothers were there. The Good they Brothers were there. I mean, it, it was it was fantastic. And plus, it was nice. Let's, it was talk, nice wait, let's talk about that. Yeah, because if anyone doesn't remember. Like, there's a lot of unanswered questions. I'm very concerned, actually, because if anyone remembers, Carl Anderson was choke slammed on top of the barn. And then if, if you remember when they lit up the Taker logo and he was riding his bike out, Pyro was coming out from where Carl Anderson was. So Carl Anderson was burnt alive on, on, on live TV. And I'm concerned because we haven't had an update on Carl Anderson since. What happened to Carl Anderson? If anybody knows, <laughs> if anybody's some, got someone, inside please let to me know if Carl yeah. Anderson is alive. <laughs> okay. And then when they buried AJ and the shot, I guess I heard it was Undertaker's idea to have the shot of the glove. Here, you you ready, Brandon? You ready for yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, all right. Here he goes. Let's <laughs> take it out. I mean, that's just disrespectful, man. You got to bury if, the whole. If if you are in audio land, yeah. if you're in audio land right now, by the way, please leave a five star rating and review. What you missed was me slipping on an AJ Styles <laughs> glove and just. <laughs> 
reaching out through the grave just like AJ Styles did, all right? So, but I have nothing but good things to say about that match, man. And it was akin to, uh, let's talk about this topic. Everybody, you know, the, the AEW marks, they were all mad, you know, I guess. You know, they were like, well, way to copy Matt Hardy. How'd you feel about that? What'd you feel about that? Did they copy Matt Hardy? I got, I got a take. Look, I got yeah. a hot take. But let me you say know it afterwards. What? Look, everybody copies TNA. I mean, it's it's obvious at this I mean, point. You're not you know wrong. It. You're not it's, wrong yeah, because it's unavoidable at this point. So I mean, let's just go with it. It's a good idea. That's why they copied it. Okay. I so think, I'm okay with it. I think it was bad timing. It's one of those things where I feel in my heart of hearts. Not that I'm mad that Matt Hardy signed with with uh, Impact. Impact. You hear me? Th thank you, Brandon, <laughs> yes. for getting putting Impact on my mind. Signing yes. with AEW. I'm not. I'm not mad at all. I'm happy he's with AEW. However, I feel like if he had just stayed a little bit longer, they would have been forced to do some ultimate deletions or final deletions or something at WrestleMania. He would have had a spot. I think maybe. he would have had a spot on that. Uh, you know, in my heart of hearts, you know, I could I could have seen like Edge and Randy Orton being a last man standing on the Hardy compound with Matt Hardy involved and like being the surveyor of 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 the violence. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> but that being said, um, I, here I'm gonna give I'm gonna give both sides of the story because I've seen both sides and I agree with both sides. And then I walk the middle ground. You know how I am. So here's here's the the flip side of the coin. Undertaker has always always done these type of matches. He's done the Boneyard match, the Casket match, the Boiler Room brawl back in 1996. There is no there is no rhyme or reason like there, he did not copy Matt Hardy in that sense. Okay, these gimmick trees. You know, he didn't copy Matt Hardy. He's always had weird gimmick matches. That's associated with The Undertaker. I think Matt Hardy's gone on record as he as saying like he got a little bit of it from The Undertaker. Okay? So let's be fair here. However, my thing is of course it copied Final Deletion. On the other side of the coin, of course it copied Final Deletion for one reason. <laughs> Jer Jeremy Borash is with WWE now. That filming style that cinematic style is closely associated with Jeremy Borash from Impact, from TNA, as Brandon was quick to point out. Notice how they take all the talent from well, TNA. I mean, Abyss is there, too. I mean, but anyway, the point of Jeff Jarrett's there for that matter, too. Uh, but the point is, that style is associated with Jeremy Borash. He produced the segment. So, of course, of course, it's going to look like Final Deletion. So, let's be fair <laughs> to both. By the way, uh, so... The chat is asking, Slam Hub Wrestling is saying, how many coffee cups did Brandon give the Boneyard match? And now, oh, wait, 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 man. let me correct that. Yeah. Because um, uh -huh. it was Nathan Glass, a fan of ours on Twitter. So, again, down here, if you if you look at it, it's uh, Twitter, AKFYT Wrestling. He named something. He want, he said that we should call our fans the K-Cups. <laughs> K-Cups. And then I thought to myself, that is a perfect way, perfect name for Brandon's rating system. <laughs> Because it's Kenny K, and it's a coffee cup. So from now on, Brandon, how many K cups? K cups. <laughs> how many boneyard K cups batch. do you give the boneyard mark? The boneyard match. It gets five K cups. Okay, for the boneyard match, I'm getting five. Can you say K cups five times fast? Because I don't think K -cups, you could say K cups. K cups. K cups. K cups. K cups. K cups. Is that five? I probably said more. I don't know. I didn't, I'm more surprised you can count. Um, but <laughs> so five. So you're giving this five K cups. Why not six? Because the six K cups is saved 
for for the Firefly Bud House, you know, and the Firefly Bud House six eight cups. All right, the best Firefly Bud House match in North America. What do you mean the best Firefly Funhouse match in North America? It was the only right. Firefly Funhouse match in North America. Stop making fun of Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez. I remember someone in the chat hit me up with with the opinion because I remember Brian Alvarez being very critical of WrestleMania. Well, the biggest thing that I was pissed off about this weekend is seeing the bias. I think, again, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know that the biggest problem I have with wrestling fans are bias. Like, I love AEW. When AEW has a pay-per-view and they hit it out of the park, WWE marks come in and go, yeah, they're not going to get as much ratings as as WWE and and the buy rated this. And it's like, okay, but AEW is a new company. Give them credit. They're doing amazing. And then on the opposite end of the coin, you got WrestleMania. And anybody who's like an N- NJPW, you know, New Japan uh, stand or an AEW stand comes in and goes like like a Brian Alvarez or something goes, well, this was probably one of the worst <laughs> WrestleManias in history. And it's like, you're not giving it credit for the fact that it was an amazing show without a crowd. Like, they, yeah, they, for no crowd. Like yeah, we have we have a crowd right here on this live chat more than WrestleMania did. Like, at least we have live interaction like they had nothing. They were in an empty stadium or an empty performance center, and then they had the cinematic matches. They did as good as they could do, considering the circumstances. I just I, I don't understand. I, yeah. I don't understand. And yeah, it's just wrestling, as April says. It's just <laughs> wrestling. We all love our wrestling. Well, goddamn hell, I love my wrestling. <laughs> it would have been nice uh, to have been able to spare some. Uh... Because they didn't have any pyro in the in the performance I kind of had a problem with that too. Smoke. Yeah. I kind of had a problem with that too. <laughs> shoot off a few fireworks after after Like the first time, the first time, like I had sex. So when I lost my virginity, just shoot off the pyro, the fireworks. I was ready with fireworks on the porch. Okay, fireworks set up on the porch. You got to be prepared for these situations. Bring protection. <laughs> Bring protection and bring fireworks, okay? Is she like, what, what is that? When she's trying to go home and she sees fireworks going off? Would you want to go, first of all, <laughs> if you slept with someone and they shot off fireworks afterwards, would you go home afterwards? No. You would stay for the fireworks. I follow, I follow <laughs> fireworks with the fireworks display, brother. <laughs> oh, man. You stay for the fireworks. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, but yeah, no. I have to give I have to give the six cups, six K cups, which does sound like a Japanese sex term, but that's why we're using it because it's good. Six K cups for uh, Bray Wyatt. By the way, let me call attention. Justin. Let me call attention to Steph, who's in the chat right now, and says, "I would stay <laughs> for the fireworks." She says, "Maybe," but Steph, you you have to cook me one of your gourmet meals. Uh, so you see, so this you know, is what happens when you stay for the fireworks. Then he wants you to cook. And then, then I want you to cook me. Drink, then, then I want you to cook me homemade Crunchwrap Supremes like, yeah, no. and like banana bread. Like, get in, get out. <laughs> Don't stay for the fireworks. Brandon's Never motto. Stay. Brandon's motto. Oh. Get in and get out. Wow, right. unbelievable. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, just so you know, Brandon visits Nebraska <laughs> Avenue more than Carol Baskin. Brandon just <laughs> takes his random two a.m. strolls. Two a.m. strolls. Down Nebraska, as if we don't know he's there to buy a hooker. <laughs> what is this episode trying to get to? Hey, look, they got to work during the recession, too, right? 
They shut everything down. People got to make their money. Yeah, please donate to your local hooker. <laughs> I mean, how are they making keep money? Them, keep them in That's business, okay? Socially yeah. distance yourself from them, okay? And their, their no. morals. Oh, man. That's just it should have been I love this comment, about. by the way. April says, nah, it'll be lit. Literally. Hey. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Fernando d does point out pyro equals PC destruction. You want to talk about PC destruction? <laughs> you should see what Brandon downloads at night. <laughs> 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 We've been quarantined. We got yeah, all this yeah. energy. Uh, it's horrible. Babe. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did have to get. I had to get another computer because I think. Yeah, that that happened. That might have been the anyway, thing. Anyway, why, why do people do that? Why do you put bad stuff and stuff that people like to ruin their computers? That's not what I know. Because some people live on the misery of others, kind of like the wrestling Twitter, <laughs> wrestling Twitter, and. Uh, <laughs> The chat, okay, the chat, you, you really, oh man, Hunter says, hookers are essential too, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, is, they provide an essential service. <laughs> Probably more, more essential than the services I provide. Oh, you're all making me turn red, I'm, I'm like sweating, I'm so, I'm laughing so hard, thank you guys. Oh, I'm and, saying. And uh, yeah, April, April's definitely right, says Brandon, you shouldn't be allowed on the internet. I do have to get him through a backdoor <laughs> VPN to even be allowed on this podcast, you know. It's not the crazy. Only, it's not the oldie backdoor Brandon likes. Uh, but <laughs> Hey, what's wrong with a little back there? But anyway, back into the Firefly Funhouse match. Speaking of weird topics, how yeah. do you feel about this? Because I'm going to have, like I said, I'm going to have a really hot take. So what, what was your thoughts yeah, on this? Th yeah, this was actually my favorite sort of match or segment of the two nights uh, out of the whole event. Um, this is really cool. It was cool. Like it was going back into the, you know, Husky Harris, Bray Wyatt uh, character and sort of, you know, what he was feeling at the time, you know, trying to get up and then he's got to you know he runs into cena and it's like dang and cena sort of you know shuts him down because cena's the man and he's like you know what this is crazy and it's cool that it takes you through all these different you know eras of time they got cena you know mm -hmm. nitro cena you know you got thugonomic cena which is great i was well, marking nitro out cena, ni there, there's never been a nitro well, cena, nitro <laughs> cena. <laughs> i mean they in, in other words they made john cena like a hulk hogan turning yeah, heel. Like hulk hogan. Right. i don't know so, NWO so style. i want you all to pay attention because i always notice bray wyatt is there's always a rhyme and a reason for everything he does. So I don't know if this is calling attention to something. You think about this. He's fought, you know, Daniel Bryan and turned Daniel Bryan away from the planet's champion and back into the yes, you know, Daniel Bryan. He's turned Finn Balor. He, he took him from the smiley Finn Balor back to his roots. You know, the Prince Balor, if you will. Uh, he took the Miz from the smiley guy back to the a asshole A-lister. He's done all of these things with, with characters that he's fought. So is this basically calling attention to it? All speculative, but is this calling attention to the fact that maybe it's time for Cena to go heel? Because remember what he was parodying. He was parodying Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan being the consummate babyface and then joining the NWO. So was that calling attention to that? In my opinion, th this might be more of a heel turn for Cena coming up more so than any time ever because there is at least a rhyme and a reason for it this time just saying what do yeah. you what do you think brandon uh i i certainly hope so it's definitely interesting that you bring it up in that way to have his character go through that since they brought up his other iterations of the cena character because so remember that was last that was yeah. last too yeah. as in like 
it was a progression of Cena's career. Yeah. So it's like, is that the next step? Is that what, what Bray Wyatt's trying to say, the like the fiend? Turn. Right. We also had uh, this McMahon getting in a, this is good shit. <laughs> it's such good <laughs> shit. They're selling a shirt of it now. It's yeah. like, they're embracing it. And of course, oh my God, the people are so fickle in this sense. They're like, well, they should give some royalties to Dean Ambrose then for, for coming up with it. Dean Ambrose didn't come <laughs> up with it. He called attention to it. Vince McMahon has always said that's good shit like that is a saying that I've heard I think uh, Bruce Pritchard say it before Bruce Pritchard brought it up way before um, Dean Ambrose John Moxley did so should he get rights no because it's Vince McMahon's fucking saying you know what I mean um but it's just like they're kind of running with it it's almost like the fiend exists outside of the WWE umbrella so they're able to kind of you know uh, poke fun at this I think it's cool I think it's cool that Vince would allow that you know, and it's, let's talk about the Firefly Funhouse match, though. I'm going to get heat with everybody in the chat. <laughs> Guys, again, before before I start, not in the live chat, but in the comments, let me know which was your favorite match, the Firefly Funhouse match or the Boneyard match before you leave, especially. I want to know. So that being said. Uh, and yes, Alex, yes, seen a heel turn. That's kind of what I'm alluding to. Mm. Um, I think the Firefly Funhouse match, I was really confused on it at first. More so, the Boneyard match, I liked because it was a fight with a cinematic feel. The Firefly Funhouse match, I got to see that I am a little, you know, old school when it comes to mm -hmm. these kind of things. Because I kind of had a problem with it at first. I kind of was like, why is John Cena acting, you know, like he's supposed to act like he's entranced and he's in Bray Wyatt's world, the fiend, if you will. Um, but it obviously we know it's John Cena acting and, you know, he's like, they're standing next to each other doing the 80s skit and stuff like that. <laughs> I almost had to take a step back and go, okay, this is supposed to be like a fever dream. He's mind controlled by Bray Wyatt. Like this is not necessarily, you know, kayfabe if you will this is like this exists outside of, of all of that and then when i kind of did that and was able to kind of just get into it then i liked it because it was like funny it was funny as hell the only problem i had and i said this on my uh night two review the only problem i had i feel like the, the icing on the cake would have been like everything would have been fine if when the fiend showed up he had like touched John Cena's shoulder and they had teleported into the performance center. Mm. And then it would have been like a match. I think that's the problem I had because it was like, and I, and when I say a match, I didn't mean like a 20 minute barn burner. I mean, like it could have literally been him going in the shoulder and then the two of them like standing on opposite turnbuckles. And then it goes ding, ding, ding. Cena runs at the fiend. He, he grabs him and sister Abigail hits him and then goes one, two, three. Yeah. And that's it. I have a pro I had a problem with the way that, that Cena just kind of evaporated into thin air <laughs> and that we didn't really know. Granted, I'm going to be fair. Hey, maybe there'll be a really cool follow-up. I'm okay. Remember, again, remember my motto on this podcast. I'm always okay with being wrong. I'm not yeah. so bitter. I'm not going to be so bitter that I'm going to be like, well, well, that was the stupidest finish in history because I don't know where they're going with it. For all I know, Cena comes out as a heel on, on, you know, on SmackDown. I don't think it'll happen, but you get what I'm saying. I'm always yeah. okay um, with waiting and seeing what happens. Um, and then, yeah, so uh, Hunter says, with the Firefly Funhouse match, it seemed more like a movie than a match. Um, and I, uh, it seemed more like a movie than a match. Sorry, these, these comments are flying yeah. in here. 
but after a few minutes, I loved it. That's kind of where I was. Um, and then, yeah, so Alex, Alex points this out, and I'm glad, I'm glad you agree. He says, I agree. I was mm. waiting it for, get, uh, for it to get to the match, even if it was 10 seconds. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not asking for a match per se. But, like, at least The Undertaker and AJ Styles, we knew the stipulation was basically to be buried alive. We knew that. Like, we knew that that was the end of the match. So, sure enough, when Undertaker dumps the, you know, the the, the dirt, we knew that was the definitive end of AJ Styles. There was the conclusion of the match. We don't know what the fuck the ending of the Firefly Funhouse match was. <laughs> Casino was just what he snapped into air and disappeared. disappeared. He disappeared... <laughs> Faster than Brandon after Tamina Snuka lost, but we'll get into that. Oh, God. We'll get into it. that right after this. So, that one K cup. Damn what? it. <laughs> we'll get but into yeah. that right afterwards, okay? But the Firefly Funhouse match, yeah. Again, hit me up in the chat right now or comment, please, guys. Just so you know, the reason I keep asking for comments, just I'm going to plead with you. The live chat is awesome, and I love you guys in the live chat. But basically, the YouTube algorithm, the way it works is the more comments and interactions we have on the actual video, the, the more likely it is to show up in the YouTube search. So if you really want to help us out, hit me up with some comments yeah. um, on every episode as well, not only the live chat, okay? So um, Also try to avoid terms like corona, virus, yeah, don't, or, don't do corona uh, or, or stimulus, or, stimulus, or, yeah. or Bernie, <laughs> Bernie dropping out. Like, don't, yeah, don't that do these things. <laughs> that do these just things. Kills, kills the, the algorithm, man. The barriers. The barriers deep, like AJ Styles. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I come to fight the Undertaker. I, I, I get this hybrid bitch. I, I don't know if I'm fighting a biker, a, a, a dead man. I, I don't know if I'm getting a stimulus or, or I'm essential, I, I, a hooker or, or not. You know, the <laughs> fantastic AJ Styles as always. Uh, what? But, um, <laughs> but anyway, let's get into this. Yeah. I, the, these videos, I wanted to show them. I, I definitely wanted to show these. Uh, Brandon, oh my god, poor Brandon. Poor Brandon. Oh. Uh, I, I have to show this. To he was so excited for the Fatal Five way. Uh, Lacey Evans, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Naomi, and of course his favorite, Tamina. And uh. God help me, I knew to record uh, these. <laughs> I'm so happy that I knew to record Why? Uh, the entrances. Yeah, talk talk about despair. it, because I'm having a little trouble... Uh, <laughs> April yeah, says so, it's Carol Carol Baskin's fault that YouTube is like this. Yeah, fuck Carol Baskin's. Honestly, yeah. all right. Yeah, we love we love tigers though, <laughs> and hookers, and hookers. not Carol. Yeah, we, yeah. we we love hookers. Apparently, Brandon. Go ahead. This anyway, right. what are you saying? But yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I'm like, oh, cool. The Fatal Five Way match is uh, coming up. It's coming on the show, and I'm like, dude, this is this is gonna be awesome. Uh, Tamina comes out. I'm like, oh hell yeah. I'm starting to mark out. I'm getting into this match. I'm digging this match. This is actually probably one of my favorite sort of normal, just regular straight up matches, you know, of the two nights. It's going good. Everybody's killing it. And then I'm like, wow, look at Tamina. She's dominating. I got the footage ready because so everybody could see it. Um, yeah, this was this was funny as hell because poor Brandon. Uh, here's here's Brandon's reaction to Tamina Snuka coming out. Okay. Oh, hell yes. Thank you. Finally. Oh, it's fantastic.
Brandon, sit your ass down. Here we go. Sit your ass down. <laughs> Me telling Brandon to sit his ass down. So Brandon, Brandon was, excited, was right? so excited, but of course, Brandon, describe describe what happened. How you would describe it before I show the footage. Uh, of yeah. uh, when Tamina lost, when Tamina yeah, lost, yeah, so things are seemingly going great, but then you know all the all the other ladies just start ganging up on Tamina because she's the actual threat. She's a legit threat. They're all attacking her, and then everybody's like just rattling off her, hitting their hitting their moves. I'm like, oh no, what's going on here? They got her down in the corner. And I'm like, no, not like this. And then they all pile on top of her. One, two, three, she's out. Okay. And, what the uh, hell? So people are asking, where can I get these funny videos? Uh, yeah, so right here on our social media handles, uh, Twitter. It's actually on our Twitter, AKFYT Wrestling. That's actually where I'm playing them off of right now. This made Fernando's week, by the way. This made this was the best thing to happen to Fernando this week, he told <laughs> wow. me. Uh, what? This, oh, yeah. So here is footage, by the way. Again, me capturing it without Brandon knowing because I knew something funny would happen. Here is Brandon's... <laughs> Reaction to Tamina Snuka losing. What the god damn it! <laughs> so, Brandon. I can't believe what it. I just absolutely I've never it seen I've never <laughs> seen the kind of emotion that I saw from you right there. Tamina stuck a losing and Brandon literally I, literally using the GD term <laughs> throwing throwing his hat at my TV no less. Not caring that I spent fifteen hundred dollars at the time on this TV. <laughs> throwing his hat to damage my TV <laughs> doesn't have a care in the world for his friend and then he left and then Look, he left I was pretty heated I was pretty heated I was pretty heated I was a little drunk Can we, yeah, look, wait, but maybe that wasn't we should cool. talk about that this episode is just all about Brandon's debauchery and it's just not understanding the mind that is Brandon Brown and yes people, people saying relax Brandon it's wrestling so, uh, so let's, ta let's real, talk about right? your hypocrisy. First of all, Brandon always says he's a true patriot. He's a true American. He yeah. always always goes on about loving this country. Both nights, both nights, Brandon left during the intro. The first night being the national anthem. Brandon, as soon as the national anthem hit, he he just went straight to the bathroom, took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> In my house, no less. <laughs> By the way, thank you to everybody saying nice AEW shirt. Yes, th this is from my friends. I won a contest hey, from that. my friends of uh, All Elite Podcast. All Elite Podcast. If you're not following them, please follow them well. And yes, if you're asking if we like the Firefly Funhouse match, that means you missed the whole discussion. You're going to have to watch this match back. Six but if you cups, like the Firefly right. Funhouse match, not in the live chat, on the comments on the YouTube video. So over uh, this way, I guess. Go comment let me know if you like the Firefly Phone House match or the Boneyard match the best. But you were saying, Brandon, why did you go take a shit during the National Anthem? <laughs> look, I, look, the show is starting. I was like, look, I, I got all this beer in me. I need to go use the restroom so I can at least sit through the matches in comfort so I'm not feeling weird shuffling around. So like, let, let me wait, go wait. to the restroom really quick. The chat is asking, did he yeah. wash his hands? Now, let's talk about that. <laughs> Brandon comes out comes out to go sit on the couch 
which by the way, I kept him six feet apart. I'm social distancing, <laughs> but I've been social distancing from Brandon long before there was a pandemic <laughs> wow. in the world. I wow. had to tell him to go back wow. and wash his hands. No, look, did I not I have was, to get you soap? I literally, yeah, you look, literally wouldn't have washed your hands <laughs> if I didn't go get you soap. There was confusion. There was soap in different spots in the house. I was like, wait, do I, do I wash here? Maybe I need to go wash in the kitchen. I wasn't sure. It was confusing. There's so, a lot so, going on. So again, Brandon always doesn't understand that I know things. I knew that there was no soap <laughs> in the bathroom. So when he comes out, I'm like, I know for a fact he didn't wash his hands because there's I no gonna, soap. I was going to go to the, to the in, kitchen. I live by myself, so there is no soap in the guest bathroom right now. So I went and filled it up for him, and I said, go back in and wash your hands, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I like, just don't understand. Here's my... Yeah, exactly. Everyone's saying Corona alert, Corona alert. <laughs> yes, I'm pretty sure I caught Corona from Brandon that night because I've been coughing a little bit. It's been scaring me, Brandon. Uh, I'm getting no. exhausted really quickly. That's a shoot, uh -oh. by the way. No. I'm, getting, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, I hope I don't have, uh, I, I don't the have Rona. The, the Rona, as Brandon calls it. But yes, let's talk about Brandon's like, I don't know if it's a psychological thing, but Brandon, for some reason, anytime there is an important thing, like something is starting. For some reason, Brandon always feels the need to go pee at that time. What, what is it? Is, is, what is it in your know. psyche? Was that Maybe. like I have a feeling like little Brandon would go with his brother and sister <laughs> and his parents somewhere, and it would always be like time, like okay, it's time for Big Brother's graduation, and Brandon's like, hold on, I gotta pee. <laughs> is this what happened? Yeah. No, you know what did happen to me, though, when I was young, which might be part of it, which is really messed up. All right. Let's hear so, this. like I was. Yeah, I was at these I was at this uh, family gathering some somebody's house and uh, I went out on their patio to go check something out. Uh -huh. And then I went to go back in and the kid had freaking locked me out of the house. I can't <laughs> get back in. And I, I had I had seriously had to. Had to urinate. And I was just like banging on the glass door, like pleading with this guy, like crying, my wow, bladder so that, bursting. That, wow, that's I actually might have to do with it. That's like def, that's scarring right this there. Might be part of it, yeah. So, so one of your cousins or something locked you out? No, it was uh, no, it was like a family friend or something. Their like kid on or something. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. What was wrong with the kid? Psycho. So. <laughs> Wow, was this was this your cousin that hit on uh <laughs> hit on uh Cheese Girl as we affectionately called her at Subway? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It wasn't it was uh, yeah, yeah. No, I know his name, I just don't want to say it on air. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was because it was like a it was a random friend. Yes, by the way, uh, well, the, friend, the chat me out. Right. That's not a friend, Brad. That's an yeah. abuser. So the chat's asking, did you like AJ's entrance? I loved AJ Styles entrance. But anyway, uh to get back into it, um yeah, so we went to TNA. I've told this story, but I'll tell the, the short version. We went to TNA <laughs> and uh, we passed. It was, it was it's funny. We had to run in because we were late for the show. It was actually Hardcore Justice when they had the ECW reunion show, which is funny because New Jack was there. And now I talk to like New Jack on a daily basis. New Jack's awesome, by the way. So we were running in and we're running. All of a sudden, Brandon disappears and he's peeing. But it's not like, OK, guys. The chat was giving me shit. They're like, God, oh, hey, man, when you got to pee, you got to pee. That's, yeah. not the, that's not the point. For example, I give, you, I give you this example. There is a door, and Brandon's been there before. There is a door right next to the line where you can go pee. Brandon decided to pee at the beginning of the show. Instead of running in and getting in line and then going to pee, Brandon decides midway when we're already running late to go run and pee. 
WrestleMania starting, he goes and runs and pees. We have to be at, at, at a Raw at 8 p.m. He decides to show up to my house at 7.50 and go pee. So you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's not that I have a problem with Brandon <laughs> peeing. It's that peeing is like just what he does whenever there's a time crunch and he's nervous. <laughs> whenever he's nervous, he pees himself. No, wait, now, how are we going to tie this into the, the national anthem here? Because I, I, I definitely have an excuse no, for this. No, you did. All literally, right. the national anthem. Aretha, he saw Aretha Franklin, <laughs> and he was like, time to pee. <laughs> it's because it was an old, it was an old footage. They didn't even have... Like, no, I thought even, they worse, have, even worse, uh, just to finish, up, just to finish <laughs> up Brandon just being just so frustrating this weekend so night two happens which by the way brandon didn't even tell me he was going to come over for night two at first i had to beg him to come over for night two which is the night we were supposed to go to wrestlemania by the way for anybody yeah. who feels bad about uh wrestlemania it, it the chat say you got people say please reply to my dm on instagram i'm live baby how am i gonna reply to you right now <laughs> so brandon comes over or, or again i have to beg him to come over for night two and oh as i was saying it poured rain here in Tampa, the night of uh, April 5th. So the oh, night yeah, that so WrestleMania should have out. happened, yeah. we would have been soaking wet. And for those asking in the chat, when's the next live? I love these. First of all, appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're the best. So hit a thumbs up for us if you like our episodes. And to find out when the next one is, hit subscribe. And uh, you'll get a notification uh, to know when we are on next. All right. So that being said... It poured rain. I don't feel too bad about not going to WrestleMania because we would have been soaking wet. You want to talk about Brandon peeing himself. That would have been the time. (laughs) That would have been the time because he would have been so wet that you couldn't see the pee running down his leg. (laughs) No joke. No joke. We went to Gasparilla one year and and our friend Cody, uh, he peed down his pants like as in like he opened his like shorts and just peed on the sidewalk because it was pouring rain and he was like, nobody's going to notice. I'm like, you... I'm like that. You're nastier than Brandon at, on Nebraska Jody's Avenue, where Keller Baskins was at 3 a.m. But anyway, Brandon, we've we've literally uh, we've we've been on air for almost an hour. We've we've covered nothing. Like literally, I look and we have like five topics left. All right, this is rapid fire. <laughs> rapid fire. Uh, oh, no, no, another... I gotta finish the story. Yeah, no, yeah. F oh, you, yeah, Brandon. Okay. I gotta finish the story. story. All right. So Brandon comes over for night two, and I ask him like before he comes over, I'm like, do you want white claws? Do you want do you want me to buy beer? Do you want et cetera, et cetera? And Brandon says, he's like, no, he's like, no, worry about it. I got my own. Okay. So this guy walks over and don't correct me. I'll correct myself. He walks over. He comes over with two beers and I see him and literally just in a backpack. Like you you, you see Brandon with like a backpack and he's like, you just got a beer and he goes, and he just starts chugging it and he starts shotgunning this beer. And I look away for two seconds and I look back. And he's on the second beer, and he's shotgunning it. And I go, Brandon, you shotgunned two beers already. What in the hell is your problem? He goes, uh, actually, three. <laughs> Look, Brandon, I, had, I had all this extra beer. For so me, and I was again, just like, you know, Brandon, I'll let, just... me, let me incriminate you, because, again, Brandon can't do any right. Okay, and by the way, people are asking me, April's asking me, where do you find these friends? And Fernando has a very good answer. It's Florida, April. Yes. You want Florida man in a nutshell? It's this guy right here. Here's your definition of Florida man. But anyway, you... Brandon shotguns three beers, which 
let me first and foremost, what happened to my the, the, my green screen's <laughs> going crazy now? I guess because the sun's coming out this way. The sun's coming out, okay. Yeah. But now, now I'm just distracted by that. Um, <laughs> Don't worry about it. Let's think about the beers. Shotgun and beers. Here, here. Let's. Uh, oh, look at that. Fixed it. Hey, look, it fixed it by itself. But anyway, uh, as I was saying, what <laughs> happened again? It's okay. We'll run yeah. with it. Just let's just run with it. So Brandon shotguns these three beers. The first, the first problem I had was that Brandon did not offer me a goddamn beer. He brings over beer. I'm sitting my happy ass there, and he doesn't even offer me one. The night before, ask him if I'm lying. He drank up four of my white claws. I, it was like five. <laughs> it was like five. There we go. See, see. I said oh, four man. just to see if he would correct it, incriminate that was himself. Bad. Brandon drank up all my damn white claws. <laughs> which, by the way, Drew, who's been on this podcast, gave to me as a gift. But instead, Brandon decides to drink up all my white claws. Come the next day with three beers, drink them, falls asleep within the first half hour. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte are Great fighting. Match, by the way. Do you know that? Because yeah. they're fighting, having the most intense match, what I feel was the most hard-hitting match of the night, of the two nights maybe even, and Brandon falls asleep within the first 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes it took, because Brandon was drunk. Brandon literally was like... <laughs> and then I'm like talking to Brandon, I'm like, man, why don't you offer me a beer? He's like, man, I just feel like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like... What did you just say? You're slurring your words. And he's like, no, man, no, 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 good, man, good. I'm like, what the it was, hell? It was a good beta. I was feeling good. But speaking, of, had, speaking yeah. of falling asleep, I want to call attention. Like, I don't know if you all know this, but there's like three wrestlers Brandon likes. And in, <laughs> in, in, in no particular order, Tamina Snuka, Hardcore Holly, and what might possibly oh, yes. be his favorite, Two-time Hall of Famer. Two-time Hall of Famer. Xbox. Well, technically not a two-time Hall of Famer yet because Will the Hall be. of Fame didn't happen. But I see this footage Hall of Fame when I'm left. watching the Broken Skull <laughs> sessions with Stone Cold and The Undertaker, and they're telling a story about Sean Waltman, aka Xbox. And I'm like, it makes sense of why Brandon loves Xbox. This is why Xbox is his favorite wrestler. So again, this is footage from our Twitter. So all of this footage you can find yourself if you want to watch it back. But here we go. Ready? X-Pac is, is asleep on my shoulder like yes, this. Yes, I am like, ready. I gave, I gave X-Pac the nudge, and I said, and, you know, he, he was like, what up, take, you know, like he's been oh, there. I just realized that the, the, footage, the footage never uh, never switched, so give me two seconds. I'm going to start this back. I'm going to start this yes, back for you all here. Yes. <laughs> As it shows our episode topics. <laughs> Wait, we still didn't get to a lot of this. Stuff. I don't, no, 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 we've gotten to like none of this. So let me try this again. I'm botching, I'm botching worse than Brandon on a first date here. Hold on a second. Let me get this going here. Try this hey, at least get one lunch out of it. more time. Yeah, at least I get a lunch out of it. Exactly. Get my food paid for. Yeah. Um, but I can't see the damn expander. All right, here we go. One more time. Let's try this again. There we go. Xbox. Is, is asleep on my shoulder like this, right? I gave, I gave X-Pac the nudge, and I said, 
And you know, he, he was like, what up, take you know, like he's been he's been there the whole time, right? Yeah. You know, you know, you know Sean, right? Yeah. What's up, take? Huh? Yeah. I said, uh, <laughs> Xbox. So is, Brandon is asleep on my show. Now I see. Look. Now I see why. Yeah, everyone's. By the way, said the reason I botched is because I've been hanging out with you too much. You see, so you take the blame for everything, which is good. But what I'm saying is that Brandon, X Pac, even when he's out smoking, smoking crack or whatever he was with the Undertaker, and he nudges him and says, "Hey, we got to go." He gets up like asleep, mind you. Gets up. Hey, hey, yeah, what's up? Like he's been there the whole time. Is that why you're the way you are? Is that your that's your role model right there? It's role model because he's the. Uh, Two-time Hall of Famer, all right? I mean, he understands what it's like to really be with it. Still be there, you know? He still understands what's going on. Take a little dozy, but he, he was right there. He was right on top of it. He knew what was going on. That's yeah. why I'm he's sure the he best. Did. Yeah. He but anyway... Exactly <laughs> I feel like we should end the episode here, but uh, we actually have a lot of people on the chat and watching right now. So maybe if you're all cool with it, maybe we'll have a little bit longer of an episode. Are you cool with that, Brandon? Do you got to go to work? Uh, in a little bit. Yeah, let's 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 go two minutes. Let's, just, let's, let's, let's do let's it. Go let's, next, rip, let's, let's rip through some of this stuff. Well, this yeah. is my damn podcast. Just like when this Vince was on the network. Yeah. Remember when Vince was on the network and he was like, he's like, he, he, Stone Cold was trying to go home and he's like, well, this is my network. So give us another <laughs> 10 minutes. That's this right. is my podcast. We'll go another 10 minutes, all right? You Look already saw that. you already saw the topics we have to talk about. I botched <laughs> it up already. Damn it, we got to talk about it, all right? You saw it already. All right? So let's talk, let's talk about the fact that let's talk about the Sonya Deville storyline. Well, first uh, of all, I commented man. that Sonya Deville has gotten pretty damn hot. Uh, is the way I guess I said it as a guy. I was like, Sonya Deville get, has gotten hot. And Brandon almost gave me a look. He was like, she was always hot. And I'm That's like, right, damn it. Brandon, bro, whoa, 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 whoa. Said, I never said Sonya Deville was ugly. Oh. I never said those <laughs> words. I said that I can see that she's put in some work. She's been working out. And she's mm -hmm. even more beautiful than she was before. <laughs> I was like, just like, and I complimented this guy. I was like, just like, I was like, just like Brandon. I was like, just like Brandon mansplaining. Yeah. I said, just you like you. I said, Brandon, just like you when you were a teenager and you're a little fat, chunky kid. <laughs> and now I said, now you're a sexy beast. I said, you're a beautiful, sexy beast. See, I can I can see the improvements, okay? Uh, and then that's yeah. and that's when I looked at Brandon and I said, Well shit, I don't have a shot with either of you. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you know, of course, my tongue in cheek ass. I go, well, Sony is gay and you're straight. So I got no chance with either of your sexy ass. <laughs> oh, man. It's tragic, right? So this is how Otis. Forever, this, is, no, this is how Dolph Ziggler feels right this now. This is how Dolph you know? Ziggler feels, right? Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler is definitely the Brandon Brown of this feud. <laughs> he is. This is why I relate to these people, man. They're, they're living the real without, life right Without now. going into the full match, uh, kudos to Otis, by the way, because I, I've said this to Brandon. It's like, I love how he progressed his character to the point where, like, now, uh, like, when he got kissed by Mandy Rose, if this were January, I literally said he would be like, mm, Mandy, mm, mm, oh, yeah, you know, like, do that stupid stuff. But literally... He like reached for the kiss, kissed her, and then kind of like nodded, like, brag, yeah. like, like, That's as in head. like, you know, I've earned this moment. I've gone through shit. I love it. I love it. And by the way, the chat uh, in regards to you. By the way, I know they're not talking what? about Sonya Deville. They said they said Kenny, raise your standards. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you 
talk about Sonya Deville that way. All right, then, I don't appreciate it. Brandon, that, that, you're definitely the Carol Baskin of this podcast. Uh. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the Joe Exotic. <laughs> I, get, I get three straight men to marry me. <laughs> that gay, by the way, is just just funny to joke about. Um, but yeah, by the way, random story. <laughs> I love I love the chat talking about ducky shoot ducky. <laughs> but uh, random thing I, I noticed the other day, and I started cracking up hysterically and i had to call one of my friends i literally saw a man like hurriedly get out of his car tie his bandana really quick and run into the store because it was raining and i thought to myself if this were literally three months ago i would have been very startled at this image (laughs) i would have literally been like holy crap that man just tied a bandana and ran into the store like he's gonna rob the fucking place but like now i'm like that's a responsible man like Brandon, like Brandon sleeping on the couch. I can wear my hoodies. I can wear my bandanas now. Like in 2019, about... Brandon would have been a useless piece of shit for sitting on the couch <laughs> and sleeping. Now he's a responsible adult for social distancing. Social distancing and an essential worker. By and way, I'm supporting. Hunters. I got to call attention to the chat because this is this is wonderful. Uh, Hunter says you're a hunk. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and then Fer- Fernando says, Brandon. <laughs> you body shame Tamina and Nia Jax. What is the excuse? It's true. And if you don't remember no. that, if you don't remember that, you did call them the hefty ladies going into lo- WrestleMania 35. Uh, I like I, the hefty ladies. Yeah, that's literally right. what I you said. Fernando, little, by the way, thing. kudos to Fernando, who was here before our episodes were even good. <laughs> Fernando <laughs> yeah. used to watch them when Brandon would fall asleep during an episode. Now I pump him so full of crack that he's not able to. But go ahead. It's clearly impossible. Look, yeah, I love, I love, love the ladies. So the I have to body shaming anybody. Yeah. Ignore my green Husky. screen, by the way. My green screen's going crazy. I don't, I don't care. All right. I mean, she, hey, hey, she, she's back. She's not like most girls. She came back. Hell of a, hell of a return. And took out my girl, Diana Perrazzo. She took out my girl, Diana Perrazzo, which before we came on air, Brandon literally was like, first, you want to talk about mansplaining. Brandon started mansplaining. He's like, you know, you know, uh, there was a lot of heat on that Pizarro. And I was like, Perrazzo, Diana Perrazzo. He's like, uh, whatever. I'm like, Okay, what did you say, Brandon? Go ahead. No, I, yeah, I was saying it was funny because I saw a comment. Somebody was like, uh, you know, because she's, she's taking another loss. And somebody was like, hey, Loki, I thought that was so good of Right, no, no. So Brandon, Brandon's, Brandon saying... Someone said low key. I thought that was Sonya Deville. What he told yeah, me, no. what he told me, he was like, I thought Peraza was Sonya Deville. Fuck it. He was like no. Sonya Deville and her ugly ass. I'm like, well, first of all, Sonya wow. Deville's beautiful, and she's always been beautiful. And yes, Fernando says the one year anniversary of the Hefty Ladies. <laughs> it's true. That was a that was a great episode, actually. That was, it was like more of a roundtable discussion. I was hoping. Uh, spoiler alert: We were supposed to have it again. With a couple more guys for WrestleMania 36, we were going to do a roundtable discussion. I had some friends coming here live. It would have been really fun, but we c- couldn't do that. And spoiler alert for those, since this is so deep into the video, you have to be a real fan to watch this. Mm. 
we were supposed to get super kicked by the fucking Walmart guys while they were in Tampa. Oh. I already had planned this out. We were going to be on at one of the bars and I was going to take a super kick to the face. Would have gone viral this weekend, <laughs> brother, brother. But uh, couldn't do it. So hopefully we can still get them on here late, uh, later on, but it sucks because it would have all been in person. Yeah. Uh, had, you know, had some other stuff planned, which I won't say because it'll just disappoint you. Uh, but yeah, but yeah. Uh, Damn it. So let's get into let's get into uh, Drew McIntyre winning. Let's just say the one thing yeah. I'll say. I love the match, by the way. I don't think it was as bad as everyone's saying. I always say they're, oh, they're people has, don't like it. Well, people always want these barn burner twenty minute matches. Mm. I'm always okay with the Braun Strowman matches, like Braun Strowman winning the Universal Title. I was okay with that match. You need Mania always has like one little squash match. Okay, that was the Braun Strowman Goldberg match. All right, it was literally two moves hit four times. <laughs> all right. Braun Strowman, by the way, winning the Universal title. Take that, you fucking indie marks. You're sitting at home without a job, and Braun Strowman's without a job. Po- it's so bad that spot, I posted that on Instagram. By the way, uh, for those asking me to interview James Ellsworth, we've already interviewed James Ellsworth, and it's on our channel. So if you subscribe to YouTube, episode 49, I'll give you a hint. We already have an episode with James Ellsworth. It's actually one of our better ones. He's an amazing interview. Um, But as I was saying, yeah, I posted that. And on Instagram, it got like 2,000 likes. I was baffled because I'm being tongue-in-cheek. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe people detected I was being tongue-in-cheek. But I was like, I hope people aren't actually feeling this way. Um, (laughs) I was happy that Braun Strowman actually got the title, though. That was my main thing. Well, let's let's get not, into that. that that's yeah. actually, go ahead. What are you saying, Brad? No, I'm just saying we're not all snowflakes, all right? Wow. Wow. Yeah, it it's the real world. For those throwing heart emojis on the Instagram, thank you. <laughs> so uh, um, let's get into this, though, because WrestleZone, which I feel is like one of the worst uh, places to get your information from, was saying that Goldberg, speaking of Goldberg, the universal champion, exercised creative control to win the universal title from um braun Strowman, and my thing with that is sorry our instagram lives ending right now so my thing is yeah i don't know why people are so naive and they think that goldberg's came in and he said vince i'm not losing this match i'm gonna win the universal title whether you like it or not that's how the story made it seem. They always like to go for the mm. jarring headline. Goldberg refuses to lose. Let me, let me, an intellectual, explain what happened to you. Goldberg probably walked his ass in and said, look, Vince, here's my idea. I think I should win the universal title. I think I should go over the fiend because I think the kids, because this is what was said in the article. I think the kids want to see the superhero beat the fiend, especially in Saudi Arabia. You know, you got this demon and you got Goldberg coming in and being the hero. Mm. Because then maybe I could go into and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. What do you think? There is no way Goldberg said, I'm winning or else. He probably pitched it and Vince said, well, damn it. That's some good shit. (laughs) I like it. Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. The battle of the spears. (laughs) There is no way that he didn't get Vince's blessing from this. So stop clicking these clickbait headlines 
and thinking. There's so many people on Twitter. They were like, Goldberg, he's in it for himself. This sounds like Goldberg's something Goldberg would do. Well, shit. Wouldn't you go in and pitch to win the title? At the end of the day, it's Vince's decision. It's Triple, H, Triple H's decision. Someone has to decide that these things are going to happen. So don't for a second think that Goldberg exercised creative control because I promise you Goldberg doesn't have creative control. If Vince McMahon disagreed with that and said, no, I want the Fiend versus Roman Reigns, then he would have done that. Maybe he said, for all you know, it was always planned for the Fiend to face John Cena and for Goldberg to face Reigns. And he said, you know what? Cena versus the Fiend doesn't need the title. Let's go with it. Because we're, we don't want to build on the fact that John Cena is going to break Ric Flair's record, which would become the topic. So it makes more sense to give Goldberg the title. We don't know these things. We're all speculating. But don't just say Goldberg's a piece of shit off of information that you don't know to be true. That's like believing Brandon when he says, <laughs> I didn't pee during the national anthem. He did. Yeah. yeah he yeah. did. 100%. But in my defense... It, it was pre-recorded. All right, Brandon's, so. Brandon's energy is wavering, so let's get to the <laughs> next topic. All right, so, I mean, again, I, you know, just to touch on Drew McIntyre, because that was the whole point of this, I, yes, I really felt it when Drew McIntyre reached his hand out to the camera, which I had missed at first, by the way, but when he reached his hand out and he said, thank you, thank you, I love that, because that was like one of those things where Drew McIntyre, it showed he has it. There's no right. crowd here, and there was supposed to be 80,000 of us I say us because we were supposed to be there live, screaming and yelling for Drew McIntyre, but instead, it's an empty arena. But I love that little <laughs> moment. That little moment like kept us on his side, you know what I mean? And it was genuine. It's not like he yeah. somebody said, hey, make sure you point to the camera, which I'm sure that's a clickbait headline on WrestleZone right there. <laughs> Drew McIntyre, the initiative was for Drew McIntyre to point to the camera. It's like, well, shit. Jesus Christ. Now, do you have the, the footage uh, with the audience reaction to oh, his win. yeah that's all, no i don't but going on twitter <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll retweet man. it right after yeah. this episode uh i actually posted maybe i'll do a new one because i'll just tongue-in-cheek i'll actually <laughs> edit it in but i literally played uh it was funny i played crowd noise <laughs> when drew mcintyre won and uh yeah. i was like because this is what this moment deserved and it was literally like people going crazy and uh yeah, so yeah, it, thanks for reminding yeah. me of that. That was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, the but, only thing, yeah, I would say that sucked about this mania was not having the crowd reaction for, for that Braun moment. winning for yeah. Drew. But the only right, person for, I cared about throughout this whole thing, I didn't even care about Edge as much because Edge is a consummate professional. But it was like, I guess the two moments were literally Edge coming back after nine years and he doesn't have a crowd, his first singles yeah. match back. But the main one was, I, I mean, we all knew Drew McIntyre would win the title. And literally no crowd while it's happening. You know what I mean? That sucks, man. That was the one thing I thought about when they announced that it was going to the PC. Um, but speaking of believing things and people believing things, just to touch on this for two seconds, uh, there was also reports Rhea Ripley's visa was expiring and she's back in Australia. And all these reports and everybody retweeted this and said, oh, man, that's why she lost to Charlotte at WrestleMania. It all makes sense now. And missed out on Rhea Ripley on social media posting her apartment in Orlando and said, guys, I'm still, I'm still in the U S so for mm. all of this, this is kind of what I want. Use this as a metaphor for wrestling Twitter guys. Do your research before you start believing stuff. When you hear a headline that Rhea Ripley's visa is expiring, the first thing you should do is go check her Instagram or Twitter and verify it. Cause again, she's literally in the States right now tweeting 
you can see the locations like she's here so fake fake news guys fake news all right so <laughs> um that being said i mean let, let's touch on a couple things we haven't even really talked about aew so there's like a couple things i kind of want to talk about in aew uh can we talk about the brit baker being probably the best thing to happen <laughs> to the women's Poor division Brit, man. what the hell happened she's just gushing god good lord she oh, hit her with place. i guess like an in, a missed inseguri and it's oh, and man, accidentally like, like she kind of the funny part she did her job as in like she realized they were kind of there was a miscommunication and she didn't right. go for the full kick because of it she kind of pulled back but she still caught Britt baker enough to make to either break that nose or at least cause yeah. that amount of blood because that was bright red blood it was flowing so uh but credit to Britt baker because even when she went backstage to interview just like yeah. she's so good as a heel she literally goes she goes sheeta thank god you broke my nose because if you had touched my teeth i would have killed you and like you know like, <laughs> like tied it back into her gimmick but then she goes then again, then again, if you, if you had if you had broken one of my teeth, I could have fixed it. I'm a dentist, and just like little things like that. Like Britt Baker did such a good job. She's and yes, and 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 the chat's calling attention to it. She was the one who messed up. Yes, that's mm. what I mean by miscommunication. She had realized that Britt Baker was too far forward, and instead of going for the full insecurity, she stopped because she was like, if I fully kick her, she would have kicked her she would have definitely broken her nose at least yeah, a lot yeah. worse it would have been like cena versus uh seth rollins that one time when uh when seth need him in the nose and just Ugh. split it all over the place um yeah but again she made the best out of a good uh, bad situation uh blood flowing and she still cut a, a really good promo as the chats uh giving yeah. her kudos to so could I mean, she could this be her becky lynch moment that's kind of what you i'm know? saying is like she's she's kind of getting to that point where like she's becoming the face of the women's division which is kind of crazy because Britt baker i mean we, you know this if you listen to the podcast Britt baker wasn't doing well as a baby face but now with this stuff with tony shivani which uh, another great moment was when she looked at the camera and she's begging tony shivani <laughs> to like sell a point i don't remember exactly what she was saying but she was like please say this or please say this or something and then she comes and attacks her i was like what a great heel move to like just um kill her well so you're saying you don't watch aew well a lot of us do we're here to talk about aew and wwe all right so again aew i think um another thing i want to touch on is matt hardy announcing that they'll have an elite deletion another compound yeah great concept especially and this is where the wwe marks are going to be like well they're just doing that because wwe just did the boneyard match so who the fuck cares this is the thing wwe copied the camera angle from aew i know roh has been doing it for years but they saw how aew show looked and then the very next week they changed their camera angle to copy that without the crowd no coincidence and i don't think it's coincidence that they're doing a final deletion elite deletion as they're calling it match after the boneyard matches and after the firefly funhouse matches because they're like okay let's bring back the one that's famous since all of these cinematic matches are getting popular that's called harping on trends that's called jumping on the trend and going with it all right you have to do that sometimes and I'm excited for it. I don't think anybody oh, yeah. shouldn't be they excited. They can really, they have time that they can top, you know, everything you've seen it. so far right. now. Yeah, exactly. So. They got time. But yeah. the one thing I'm wondering how this will look, because again, Jeremy Borash, who produced these segments, works for WWE. So we're going to get to see, you know, the Matt Hardy AEW produced ones 
not necessarily, you know, there's going to be no involvement from Jeremy Borash. So, but I think it'll look relatively the same. Um, and then, yeah, the Tony Schiavone Britt Baker relationship is like that of uh, Mean Gene and Elizabeth. Yeah, it's funny. But yeah, I mean, so again, that's probably only the two things I really wanted to touch about, touch on on AEW because to me, this was the one week that I feel like you should have watched NXT. I watched NXT live because it was basically a takeover and I didn't watch AEW until later because the women's ladder match was a little sloppy at first. I'm not going to lie, but that's how it always is with like, you know, six competitors in there. It's hard, but ultimately with EO Shirai winning great, great match. I loved it. I was fully expecting Tegan Knox to win this match for the simple reason that they've released a documentary on her on the network, uh, like the night before. And uh, instead, Io e- Shirai wins. So we're going to get Io Shirai versus Charlotte, guys, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yes. That's going to be a good match. I mean, this is like two wonderful competitors going at it at the same time. Which show did you think uh, was, was better this week, actually, uh, since you got to watch both? You know, it's funny because that let me know that Brandon wasn't listening to a goddamn thing I was saying because I literally just said NXT was the better show from uh, compared to AEW. That was the okay, first thing okay. I said. The first thing I said was you should have watched NXT instead of AEW. So um, the second thing I want to talk about is that, that Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa match, it was kind of awkward in the in the sense of, you know, usually you go to uh, during commercial break, grab a drink, grab some food, and then come back. And the crowd reaction lets you know the show was back. I didn't know the stupid show was back because there was no crowd reaction. So they'd come back and it would just be like, you know, and uh, so I never realized how important crowd reaction is to that. Because, again, I, I didn't even recognize that they had come back from commercial. That being said, great match. A lot of people were saying this is kind of what Edge versus Randy Orton and WrestleMania should have been. Mm. To me, Edge and Randy Orton was a good match. I blame the commentators for that. I've said that in my review. I won't get into it, but I blame the commentators for the fact that they should have been like, oh my God, like, and filling in the gaps more, but they didn't. Did you have any, uh, speaking of that match, the Orton uh, Edge, did you have any problem with the gym spot where they're at the gym? The, the quote unquote uh, Benoit spot? Yeah. So like, a lot of people. I said this, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people were talking about the fact that, you know, Edge had wrapped Randy Orton's neck and kind of pulled, and uh, they felt like WWE shouldn't have had that moment because it reminds everybody of the Benoit stuff. Here's where I'm going to rant a little bit on PC society, because my take on that is if you have a problem with that, there's people that unfortunately there's been gun violence in their lives. They've had someone die by suicide. They've had, you know, they've had traumatic incidents in, in their life. Is it up to society to recognize that of people or is it up to people to recognize that it's their brain and their experiences that are taking them there? Because at first I didn't even think about the Benoit thing. And then when I did, I literally said, well, that's my thought process that went into that. I thought that way. Not necessarily. It's not up to WWE to censor that because. I was reminded of the Benoit thing. It would be different if, like, someone cut their neck and did a flying headbutt. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, okay, that's a Benoit thing. You know what I mean? But no, this was like they were just literally in a gym, and he just wrapped, like, he just found a weapon to use. 
Okay, that's that's all this was. I think I think we as a society just really need to understand that like it's us that projects this onto people. WWE is not responsible for our um, our thoughts. Okay, and Hollis, by the way, welcome to the chat. Um, and someone asked me why was Edge crying in the end, and uh, and if you didn't understand that, it was literally because he was conflicted. He didn't want to hurt Randy Orton. But he felt he had to because of the monster that Orton was being. So that was just, that was a conflict. You know, you wouldn't see that on my face if I had to, like, end Brandon. You wouldn't change. see that on my yeah, face. No, it would he, just literally be like, all right, a, here yeah. we go, you know. It'd be like, uh, <laughs> be like watching the end of, of Mice and Men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to put me down? <laughs> if you didn't. If you don't know the end of, of Mice and Men, go watch the end of, of Mice and Men, and you'll understand. Um, and yeah, let me. Got the, the chat's so rapid fire that I can't even read these comments fast enough. Um, for me, it was right after the Benoit documentary, so it was all fresh in my mind. It was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, I get that. I get where you're coming from. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying you know. There's a part of me that's like maybe WWE shouldn't have done it. But at the same time, like that, I'm just like our, our society in general, I'm kind of glad they went along with it because it was only a handful of people that, that said that and then there was no backlash. That's kind of why <laughs> people are laughing in the chat. I don't like any, <laughs> um, you know, I just want people to understand where, you know, my opinion on that, at least. Um, and let's talk about the end of uh, the Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa match uh, at the beginning. Candice LeRae had handed Johnny Gargano something, and that I didn't lose sight of that. And then the whole, you know, she kicks Johnny in the ding ding. You know, John, John, Johnny, kick him in the ding ding. That's an old Edge and Christian podcast joke. But she kicks him. He goes down, and she goes, "End this now." She goes, "I ended it here." And basically tells Tommaso to, to like pin him or whatever. And Tommaso doesn't. He's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." You know, like you know, Candice is basically telling them they need to stop this shit now. Well, come to find out again, I'm like, but what was in that bag that she gave him? Well, all of a sudden, Gargano gets up and he, like, you know, he's holding on his crotch and he kicks Tommaso Ciampa and he reaches into his pants and he pulls out a cup. So that's right. what Candace had handed him. Like, oh man, it was great. Anticlimactic, awkward. I loved it. And then sure enough, um, there, you know, Candace basically turns heel, or I guess, I don't know, you can say she turns heel, I guess, but she's walking out with her husband, and the if you didn't notice it, what really intrigued me was the fact that when they were walking past the limo that was outside, dark limo with very barely lit on the inside, you see Scarlet Bordeaux and Killer Cross sitting inside. So, if any, for everyone asking me in the chat... I think it's obvious Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux are coming for Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, and that's the next feud. Yes, Killer Cross is a major signing for WWE because to me, he always fit the WWE mold. When people were like, he should go to AEW, I'm like, I don't see him in AEW because WWE is more like cinematic, more like acting, and he definitely comes across like a psychopath more for WWE like WWE style, like he's more, he's more character work. I don't even care about his in-ring, even though he's mm. good in-ring worker, don't get me wrong. Whereas I feel like AEW, you need to be a better in-ring worker. It's almost less about character work. So yeah. So guys, again, hit me up in the chat, not just in the chat, I should say in the comments. Are you excited 
Again, remember why I'm asking you to do it in the comments. The more comments on our video, not the live chat, but the comments, the more the YouTube algorithm lets people see this episode. So help us out. Comment. Let me know how you feel about Killer Cross joining WWE. Scarlett Bardot. That's the real... I'm, exci I'm excited that they're teamed up together because I kind of want to see a darker side to Scarlett Bordeaux. You know, I want to see her kind of like what the bunny should have been for uh, the Butcher and the Blade. We you need some I mean? more bunny Butcher and Blade too. Yeah, AEW. So hopefully they'll figure out how to get them in. What's, some of these uh, so so, at some so point. they're asking what's my rating for NXT? I'm gonna I'm gonna steal Brandon's <laughs> K Cup system. I give NXT five k cups five Ooh. k cups because i i can't in my good conscience give it six without a crowd but five <laughs> k cups for nxt all right we got to get a shirt out for like k cups it's just literally <laughs> like you holding a cup of coffee with my face on it so there's yeah. a, there's your k cup um, so i'm excited yes to see the real life couple scarlet bordeaux and killer cross together um now before we go i think we're, we're kind of at the end of our rope here uh Hey, I said rope, so don't think Benoit. No. All right. So, not, so you see what your mind did there? Benoit, yeah, no. Uh, before we go, I will be more than happy to answer some questions. Now, listen to this in the comments. <laughs> because I want everyone to comment. <laughs> it's really good. These comment section over. I'm getting this comment section over, brother, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. If you're commenting in the comment section, I'm going to go ahead and answer it for uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So let me know. Brandon, do you have anything to say before we go off air? Yeah, uh, I'm an essential worker, so I don't want to let down lovely citizens. Brandon's, <laughs> is Brandon basically saying he's got to go? <laughs> so I'm going to go. I'm going to go help these folks before you know, all hell breaks loose. I'm all on right, the front uh, lines, everybody. All right, change of plans. I guess we have to <laughs> let Brandon go because he's essential. No, but seriously, yeah. Brandon, uh, I worry about uh -oh. you. Uh, being being stuff being uh doing stuff so guys comment here do do me this then for for anyone in the live chat that says we can't comment we're about to end comment um in the comment section i'll interact with you that way i will reply to every single one that you say ask me some questions okay including the question that just came in ask me that on the comments right after we finish this episode i will be more than happy to answer it but again guys uh thank you yeah, and Brandon, please be safe out there. As much as I joke, I worry about you, like I said, being on uh, the front lines at the grocery store and coronavirus being so damn rampant right now. Uh, so definitely wash your fucking hands and don't wipe them on your pants, you so, bastard. No, yeah. But again, guys. <laughs> hand sanitizer is not a substitute. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on episode 75. Again, before you leave, ask your questions on the comments on YouTube, youtube.com slash Kenny for your thoughts. If you're listening to Audioland, I'll be sure to reply. I will always reply to your stuff, guys. Thank you. Have a good day.